I'm Janessa Durrani. I empower mothers who feel lost in motherhood, get curious about their next chapter so that they can see with clarity what's possible without sacrificing their role as an amazing mom. And this is my podcast, where each week in 20-ish minutes or less, I share my insights and strategies on how to start your journey from full-time motherhood to yourself and your next chapter. We do this by dreaming big and implementing small to keep overwhelm at bay. Last month, we dug into all of the limiting beliefs that have kept us stuck, like perfectionism, guilt, and lack of time. This week, we start a new theme in my daily practice masterclass, Connection, Deepening the Ties That Matter. The masterclass is an opportunity to break your journey down into 12 months. Each month, we focus on just one leg of the journey with weekly live small group workshops, weekly challenges, habit trackers, and a weekly workbook with daily journal prompts. Everything you need to connect with you and everything at your fingertips when you need them. Everything is posted within the community, off of social media, and within a community of like-hearted women. You have access to all the replays, past themes, everything. This month, we'll be doing vision boarding, talking with a relationship coach, having a manifestation circle, and then each Sunday, I'll be hosting a creative hangout where you have permission to get messy with me. The doors are currently open, so grab your spot before we close again for this month. You can see all the details at JanessaDurrani.com or in this week's show notes. So within this theme of connection and deepening the ties that matter, the number one connection, the place where we need to start is with ourselves. I saw a meme recently that said something about, you can find a new job, but you still have to take yourself with you. And that really hit me in any, in any realm, right? We can find a new house, find a new spouse, find a new job, find a new friend. All the things that we think, if I had this, then my life will be better. If I just, I I hate my job, so I think if I just get this job, then it'll all be better. But the thing is, we are still going with us to each of those places. So if we don't do the work on ourselves, then it's just a new location. It's still the same relationship with ourselves. Okay. So we can't be fully holy within a relationship with another. This is a spouse. This is with a child. This is with a family member, a friend, a coworker, anything. We can't be all to them or meet them in a place where we can really have a meaningful relationship if we don't have a meaningful relationship with ourselves. If we are unhappy, 
in our home, in our role as mom, in our role as spouse, in our role as a coworker, as a role as a boss. We need to look at what is there, what is underneath that, what is causing that, and so forth. And at the core of that is our own happiness, is our own joy, is our own passion, our purpose, our direction, all of those things. If we don't have that, we're kind of wandering lost in the world. So we need to be content in our lives. And content is kind of a vanilla word. I really would love us to be all in, think our world is sexy and fabulous, and just be exuberant. I want us to be exuberant about our lives. But most of us are not. And I always say that I want to help women find the life, their life by design, one that they look forward to getting up to each morning. One that you look around you and everything is in the place that you want it. Okay? If we're not content, those around us are not going to be either. I've said this before. As moms, we are the pace cars of our families. That can be said within our friend groups, our work groups, our family groups. It's that dynamic. We set the pace. So if we're facing each day with a grimace, with a ugh, with a, oh my God, let me just get through this day, so aren't everyone else within our lives. So we need to really work on being our best selves. Our best selves is the place that we need to work. And how do we get to our best selves? We have to think about what really lights us up. What is, what are we loving in our life right now? And what are we not? And the thing is, is really the relationship that we have with ourselves is similar to what we're doing with a friend. You know, we get together with a friend for coffee. That's our connection. Are you having coffee with yourself? Are you connecting with yourself to really understand what's going on, what's new, what's bothering, what's the new gossip, what's 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 on tap, right? And until we break the cycle of I'm so busy, I don't have time for that. I this is just how I grew up. This is just how I am kind of all the limiting beliefs that we went through last month. If we're always in this, like, I think of it as like pig pen from the Peanuts character that has all of the, all of the dust flying around him and so forth. That is in essence, 
the energy of all of the yuck, right? We need to streamline and be calm and be in our balance and kind of finding that sweet spot. And until we, again, do the work, we're not able to get to that place. So often moms say to me, I can't spend the time on myself because I am spending time with my family. And the more time I take for me is taking away from them. I've talked about this before, that this is kind of thought of as a subtraction, is that I have this much time and energy and I'm giving this much to my family. This is all I have and I'm giving it to them. And anything that I take away from that to use for myself is subtracting it from them. But could you for a second think of it as multiplication? That all of the time that I am spending towards myself fills me up and gets me stronger. Gets me, it's like my neighbors who have the solar solar panels on the roof. And after they are able to get everything they need, they can sell off their extra energy. That's what we're able to do. When we fill ourselves up, then we have abundance to give to others. Just yesterday, someone had given me an analogy of that we can give, but only from the saucer. So if you were to have a cup of tea And if you pour the tea in and there's too much, it goes over and pours into the saucer. That's what we have left to give. We need to first fill ourselves up and then what's left over, the excess that grows out of us. Don't think of it as I give them all of my hand-me-downs. That's not what it is. It's the fact that we are creating abundance within us that then we can share with others. There is the, I think it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's like a pyramid. And it's like we first need to meet our kind of physiological needs. We need to have food and water and sunshine and, and air and so forth. And then we work into, we need to be safe And then it goes into, we need love and belonging. Then we need esteem. And then from there, we need self-actualization. So at the top of the hierarchy is all of the greatness. That's where we have our creativity, our self-esteem, our spirituality, our all of the, the things that light us up, right? It's like... Clearly, we have to have a foundation where we're taken care of, but we need to then work up. We need love and belonging and connection. We need to have self-esteem and confidence. And then once we have that, we can be more deeply in relationship with ourselves and with others. We need to work on our own hierarchy of needs before we help others with theirs. If we, again, are a depleted soul, who doesn't play, who doesn't have creativity, who doesn't have a connection, who is just 
not in love with themselves, so how can they be in love with others? We can't fully be in a relationship with those that we love. So here are my five tips on how you can reconnect with you. And these are tips that I want you to do on repetition. This is why my community is called The Daily Practice. How can we set habits up for each of these, okay? I want you to have coffee with yourself or tea or five minutes of silence. I want you to ask you, what do you need more of? And what do you need less of every day? It could be done in the shower. It could be done on your commute to work. I want you to actually ask yourself out loud, what is it that I want more of and what do I want less of? And then I want you to listen to what you're saying. I've talked about morning pages. That's my second tip. Morning pages are three pages of stream of consciousness writing every morning. Get a small notebook. Doesn't have to be perfect. Put on some music and just start writing. And you could start with those questions. What do I need more of today, Mary? And then just write what comes to you and just keep writing and writing and writing until you've filled three pages and then let it go. It's not something that you need to reflect back on. It's then that is your best way to connect to your intuition. You will be amazed at what comes to you. I want you to schedule in moments of silence into your day. A five-minute walk in quiet. Turning off the radio on your commute. Sitting for 10 minutes before you lay your head on the pillow and just being. We have to break that cycle of crazy, breaking busy. Again, we're not ever going to get our answers within the chaos. I want you to do a simple values exercise. Number a piece of paper from one to five. What are the five things that are most important to you in your life? And then next to each one, how does that show up in your life currently? And if it's not showing up in your life, that's where you start. So for example, if health is one of the things that's most important to you, but you're not eating well, you're not hydrating, you're not moving your body, you're not meditating, you're not sleeping. That's where we start, right? We need to be a fully, holy, well-rounded individual, and we need to be aligning our activities and our life with what matters most to us. And then the fifth one, we need to play. Everyone thinks, oh, I have no time for play. And play typically goes right to a place of art, right? Arts and crafts. That's the way we play as women. And for me, I do. But that doesn't have to be you. It can be digging in the dirt. It can be 
cooking a new recipe. It could be experimenting with something new. It could be shopping for the sake of just shopping. It can be something that brings you joy. Think of your 10-year-old self. How did she like to play? Jump rope, for goodness sake. Skip down the street. Dig in the mud. Finger paint. Do something. Let yourself just be with yourself. So take the analogy of the cup and saucer to heart. The more you give to yourself, the more that you have to give to others. Be the model you want to see in the world. Show those that you care about what caring for oneself looks like. Say yes to having a deep relationship with yourself. And most of all, listen to what you are saying. Listen for what you need. Listen for the needs that need to be let go of. It's only then that we can deepen our relationship with others. I know it's easy for me to sit here and tell you to stop the world from spinning and take time for yourself when you're in overwhelm mode and full-time adulting. I get it. That's why I'd love for you to grab your complimentary 30-minute Priorities Power Session, where we'll quickly get to what matters most for you and a bite-sized implementation plan to get there. Plus, I would love to catch up. Give yourself the gift of 30 minutes. You're so worth it. You can book it today at JanessaDrani.com or check out the link in this week's show notes. And then join me next week as we talk about our energy eating monster and how it's stealing any opportunities in connecting with others.